At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Number two of the Greg Peterson experience here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got a tremendous hour for you as we're going to be joined by Sean Green. He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at all forms of football, including the big national title game that we are going to be getting on Monday. So we're going to have a great time chatting with him. We're going to be taking a look at my DK Nashivik here on the hardwood in just a second. Do want to just let you guys know, I'm checking in to see if we get any updates with regards to DeMar Hamlin. Seems like we're probably not going to be getting anything tonight. If anything does break, though, I certainly am going to be letting you guys know. I've got myself and all the great people at work on the show behind the scenes. We're all taking a look at it, and we did see Pittsburgh in terms of college basketball because that's actually where he went to college at. They were able to have a nice win over Virginia. I know that many people spoke about him at the end of that game in very good reverence. So it was nice to be able to see a good moment for that Pittsburgh basketball team. And speaking of college basketball, we're going to be hitting my DK Nation pick right about now as we're going to be going to the middle part of the country. I think that that's the best way to be able to put it as we've got a game out here in Oklahoma that we're going to be diving into in the Big 12. 689, 690 on the board. It is Oklahoma. They are playing us Iowa State. Iowa State is a four-point underdog. And your total on this game is 124.5. This is just an absolute lightning rod of a conference, by the way. Every single team in the Big 12 is ranked in the top 50 in net. I mean, boy. Talk about no nights off. 
Typically, you've got a conference like the Big Ten, for instance, where it's like, yeah, you've got everyone except Minnesota that is relatively rock solid. You'll typically have like that one or two dud teams. We've even seen it in the Big 12 from time to time. Typically, it's been Iowa State, but that said, none of that this year. This is just an absolutely locked and loaded conference, but I take a look at this game and I think that the wrong team is favored. I actually made Iowa State the favorite. Typically, when I put out my DK and Asia picks, there are no money lines available, so I'll probably need to settle for the spread of four points with Iowa State, but I like Iowa State to be able to win this game outright. Iowa State has been absolutely tremendous on defense. Their forte is locking you down. They are number six in all of college basketball in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, and they have now allowed pretty much 67 points or fewer in regulation in all but two of their games as far as this season. So they've been able to do a tremendous job with that regard. They've given up north of 70 points within the first 40 minutes of the game, so that takes out overtime in all but one of them. And for Iowa State, the reason why they've been able to do such a good job on defense, turnovers. They are turning you over left, right, and sideways. They generate a turnover on 30.1% of possessions. That is numero uno in all of college basketball. And he finds off against an Oklahoma team that they're now taking on that Porter Mosier style. Porter Mosier used to be the coach at Loyal Chicago. When he did at Loyal Chicago, he's having his team play super duper slow. And we're seeing that with Oklahoma. Out of 363 D1 teams, they are 351st in terms of possessions per game. And the Sooners, they've been able to bomb it from three-point range. They're shooting in the top 10 in all of college basketball in terms of three-point shooting percentage overall. Close to right around 39.5 or so percent, but... What I find very interesting is their shooting splits home to road. At home, they're shooting 34.6% from three, and they are at home for this game. Meanwhile, in a road-slash-neutral court environment, they're shooting more around 45.5% from three. And something that I always find interesting is just shooting backdrops in general. I have noticed that with Oklahoma. Typically, it's not necessarily the friendliest of shooting environments out of the ones I've seen in college basketball. Maybe it's just the lay of the land that we get in terms of Oklahoma. But other than Trey Young can sometimes be a little bit or miss with the seam in terms of their three-point shooting, but what you do know for sure is that Oklahoma is also going to be a little bit outgunned on the glass. They're getting an offensive rebound on just 19.9% of their missed shots. That ranks 337th out of your 363 D1 teams, and I talked about the turnovers with Iowa State, and now they're able to generate them. Oklahoma, as it is, they are 275th in the country in turnovers per offensive play, so... I do think that you've got some big-time concerns with Oklahoma. I think that this is a terrible matchup for them. And all of a sudden, Iowa State's been able to get going with their offense. 70-plus points in four of their last five games. I think that Iowa State actually should be the favorite in this game. My DK Nation write-up, most likely going to need to settle for the floor with Iowa State because that time I'll publish, I don't think we're going to have money lines available. But that said, I like Iowa State to be able to get the job done in this spot. And when it comes to total. We saw it starting out more around 123 and a half to 124. And if we get back down to that number, I would be willing to take a look at it over here at 124 and a half. Still like it over, but it's a little bit more murky. I did set my total 126 because Iowa State has been able to get things going a little bit more with their offense. And they're more of a mid-tempo team. They're not playing super duper slow. They're not playing super duper fast, anything like that. And I do think that for Oklahoma, a team that is able to shoot it well from three, they're still going to be able to find a few made threes in this spot. So going to be looking at Iowa State in this spot, money line slash on the points. That is going to be the right up the side of Iowa State. Most likely, like I said, probably going to need to publish it before money lines are available. But that said, we're looking at Iowa State. And here at the 124 and a half, I'm going to be 
looking at this total over as well. How about if we look at another Supreme defense? This is 703-704 on the betting board. We're going to rally in the Missouri Valley as Bradley hits the road to face off against Murray State. Murray State is anywhere between a 4.5 and a 5-point underdog with your total on this game. It's one up from the opener of 129.5. We're now finding it anywhere between 130 and 131. And at 129.5, it was pretty much my minimal buy point on the under. Now we've got a little bit more comfort in terms of this under. And Bradley has been incredible on defense. Brian Wardle, who I actually got to know a little bit while I was at UW-Green Bay, He's done an amazing job of getting this Bradley team to fire on all soldiers on that front. Bradley, number 20 in all of college basketball in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And just take a look at what this Bradley team has been able to do on defense recently. They have been nothing short of absolutely absurd as this team has given up 60 points or fewer in, I believe now, 8 out of their last 10 games. So they have been absolutely tremendous at just continuing to hold teams down. They've given up more than 61 points three times this year. I mean, this is a Bradley team that they do a good job of just sucking the life out of you. They're right around 300th of the country in terms of possessions per game. They've got a really good, just stable of guys that have tremendous versatility. Rink Mass was out of the fold to begin the season. They've been able to get him back, and he, along with Malevi Leons, are a pair of guys that they stand right around six foot nine or so. They're able to combine for just under 24 and a half points. Both of these guys are able to shoot threes. Leon's the better of the two in terms of three-point shooting at 38%, but both of these guys shoot north of 79%. The free throw line, Mass, has been able to give you nine rebounds per game, and then you've got Leon's, who's able to give you 1.8 CLs and 1.7 blocks per contest. These big men and their versatility really has been a nice X factor for this Bradley team, and then you've got Duke Dean, who really ties it all together. He comes in from Troy. He's been able to give this team some rough-and-tumble mentality. 11 points, 3 assists, a little bit over a seal per game, and it's just a Bradley team where I always use this cliche with these teams in which you don't necessarily have those star guys, but at the same time, they do a good job of firing all cylinders. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And for Murray State, they've been able to do a nice job of just being able to piecemeal things together. Steve Prohm back to where he used to coach for a very, very long time, and he's done a good job with Rob Perry and Drew Corby Wood out there in the backcourt. With Wood, he's been able to give you 4.8 assists, a little bit over four boards, Three-point shooting can be a little bit intermiss for him, but he's able to give you a little bit over 11 points per game. He gets the ball to Rob Perry, who's coming from the sets and adders, 16 points, four and a half boards, shooting 39.5% from three-point range. But Murray State's outside shooting, leaving a little bit of something to be desired. They're shooting as a collective 31.5% from three-point range. That is outside of the top 275 in all of college basketball, but they're allowing opponents to shoot just 29.3% from three. That is a top 40 mark in all of college basketball. They're rebounding. It's been a little bit tough for them. DJ Burns, really the lone guy that returns from their team that made the NCAA tournament last year. It's been pretty solid. 9.75 rebounds per game, but Jabari Smith, the gentleman that transferred in from Queens NC, 6'8", a little bit of a combo player. They need him to pick up what he was able to do towards the beginning part of the season because if you take a look at what he was able to do the first month or so of the season, this guy was absolutely superb. First seven games of the season. 17 points, 5.9 boards, shooting 39% from three-point range. And you take a look at what he's been able to do recently, and, well, we've had a little bit of a fall-off. As now in the last six games, he's been averaging 8.5 points, 4.8 boards, and he has won a big old offer from three-point range. He has not made a single one. So that has really led to Murray State having a little bit more of a difficult time of it. They went 3-3 three and three in this span, not being able to knock off 
really any of the better opponents that they have been playing. So I do take a look at this spot, and I do think that it is a little bit difficult for Murray State, though I could only make Bradley a three-point favorite. With Bradley, they shoot below 70%. The free throw line, that is going to hurt them in a little bit of a close game. I think that the Bradley Braves get the job done on the road. Hard to be able to cover between 4.5 and, and 5 on the road, though. I do think that both of these teams are going to tie each other down with their offense. Looking at the under semi-total, more around a 129. And with Bradley, could I make them a three-point favorite? So I'm going to be willing to take the points in this spot. We're just going to be going globetrotting in this segment because let's hit on an SEC game. 7-13, 7-14 on the board. It is Arkansas playing us in Missouri. Missouri, anywhere between a 7 to an 8-point underdog. Draws game is anywhere between 154 and 154.5. You've got a battle of a really efficient offense versus a really efficient defense. Arkansas playing the 40 minutes of HE double hockey stick style that got them a national title back in the 1990s. Meanwhile, you've got a Missouri bunch that they rank in the top five nationally in terms of points scored on a per possession basis. So good old situation of something's got to give. What we do know with Arkansas is that they are not afraid to run it and gun it, even though they've been very efficient on the defensive side of things. They still rank 46th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. Arkansas, though, has been dealing with some injuries. The Trayvon Brazil injury, I do think, is going to be nipping them in the tuchus. And for Missouri, I just have no idea why they haven't been able to get a whole heck of a lot out of one of their star transfers in Isaiah Mosley, but they still have pretty much five different guys. They're able to give you double figures, including Demoy Hodge along with Kobe Brown. They're able to combine for 32 points per game. You've got good facilitation by committee with this Missouri team. I only set Missouri as a five-point underdog as a result. Willing to take the points. I think Missouri gets this game up tempo. I think they bury some threes. I think they give up some threes. Semi total 159. So also taking a look at the over. Coming up next, we go from college basketball to college football with our good friend Sean Great of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Next year on the Great Peterson Experience on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing for free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply to DraftKings.com for details. We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network, and we're joined now by Sean Green, a man that does absolutely terrific work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and a man that I know is at the Parade of the Roses and the good old Rose Bowl about 24 hours ago. And Sean, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy New Year, Hoops. And yeah, got to see uh, my old squad, Penn State, uh, stick it to Utah. So it was a fun watching the game, fun uh, cashing the tickets. And yeah, starting off to a good, uh, good, good start to 2023. Absolutely. And as we know, the bowl games, they are now bigger and bigger. And as a matter of fact, we're in the biggest of the biggest college football games as We've got two remaining. We've got the FCS championship between North Dakota State and South Dakota State. If you have a play there, let me know because I do not. But with that said, we know the biggest one of all of them. That would be this TCU versus Georgia game. We saw Georgia open up as a 13 and a half point favorite. This is now down between 12 and 12 and a half, depending upon where you shop with a total between 62 and a half and 63. I'm sure that we both be in agreement. Uh, the just time that we've had the college football playoff. This was certainly the best final four that we got. I don't even think that that's up for debate. And do you think that perhaps there might be a little bit of overreaction to what we saw in TCU? Or do you think that this team is for real? Because every time I see TCU, I've got my question marks with them, but the way that they backed it up time and time again, if I'm getting north of 10 points with them, I'm willing to take it. Yeah. I mean, how do you go against Max Duggan, this defense, the turnovers they create, the the just mentality they have to to figure things out, and you know we we see this all the time, and where one team just really has a horseshoe up their butt, and it, and I mean it kind of reminds me of the New York Giants back in the day where Eli Manning, you're like, how are they winning these games? You you know I was on Michigan, and so when that Michigan touchdown got called back and they put them on the half yard line, I go, this isn't gonna end well. I know something bad is gonna happen, like. TCU has some fairy dust left in them. Now, maybe it comes crashing down against a very good Georgia team who was a little sleepy against Ohio state. And then, man, that was a wild game. Probably should have lost 
was that a wake up call for them? And are they going to destroy TCU? That's in the realm of possibilities, but how can you not take TCU in the points, especially if you're getting that 13, 13 and a half, anything to your point, anything over 10 feels pretty good here with, uh, with TCU. And how much do you factor in the fact that Georgia, well, they've already been here once before with largely the same group of guys. Now the defense, they had to replace a lot of guys from a season ago, but a lot of the guys that are playing right now. They were the understudies a season ago, and you do have the same quarterback in Stetson Bennett as well. Do you give a little bit of an edge here to the, to the Georgia Bulldogs than you would in say a typical game? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Cause I, I think certainly experience helps you to a certain degree. But, you know, we saw it in that, uh, in the Ohio state game, like, you know, they had the experience, but Ohio state still got that cover and TCU didn't seem like, uh, they shied away at all in that game. And how much do you think that perhaps the Georgia defense, they did get a little bit exposed in that game against Ohio state because Ohio state, in my opinion, they had the most talented quarterback in the college football playoff in CJ Stroud. I feel like he maybe left a little bit of something to be desired during the regular season, but certainly he played an amazing game given the circumstances with having Marvin Harrison Jr. go out of that game. That was a very unfortunate ordeal. And for Georgia, that was really the first time all season long we had seen them have a little bit of a slip up. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy the the, the weapons Ohio State had. And, you know, TCU doesn't have that, but I think the plays they created on their defense and just kind of the Duggan's ability to run with the ball as well, I think is going to create a unique dynamic for them and their offense. And this is a national title game that, as we know, typically the board gets expanded. You see this with all major games. Obviously the Super Bowl is the biggest of the big of them. We're going to be able to talk about that a little bit more than a month from now when we get that. It's something like when you get the prop sheet, it's like this thick in terms of like a phone book. Yeah, you pretty much get a phone book of props and you get to pick and choose. And, well, if you can't find an edge anywhere on there, well, you probably, it's going to be a little <laughs> bit tough because there has to be something out there where you've got a little bit of an edge. These bookmakers are good, but when you get north of 500 props, it's probably at least one yeah, where it's like, yeah. I, a lot of mistakes in there. Yeah, when you get to 500, I don't care how good you are. You're going to make a little bit of a slip up. Trust me, I, I make plenty throughout my daily life. But with that said, you just take a look at this game. Is this a situation where you are going to be entertaining more player props or just because we don't see it as much in college football, would you be staying away entirely? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like uh, I like Max Duggan anytime touchdown. I haven't seen a price on that, but that guy just, you know, has a nose for the end zone. They seem to use him as their goal line back. So I, I, I like him as an anytime touchdown. That's one that really jumps out at me. Um, the problem is the, there's probably going to be some good prices on an under if they're hanging a total at 61 and a half. Um, all the, all the player props, I think are going to be super inflated, right? So I think I'm going to comb through and kind of find some unders I like as far as rushing and passing yardage and stuff like that. And I know that you're someone that you do a lot with the NBA. We're going to be talking about the NBA with you a little bit as well, but how much do you default a little bit to player prop unders, whether it be in football, whether it be in basketball, what have you, just because I'm sure that you go on Twitter much like I do. You see a lot of people's player props, and it's like, oh, we've got 12 props, and 11 of them are on the over. I wonder where they're going there. And I know that books, I'm sure that they're very aware. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of people are looking to bet on the over, and I've found a lot of successes here, especially in, like, these primetime Thursday night, Monday night football games, what have you, taking a lot of unders. 
Well, yeah, I mean, hoops, I don't need to tell you, but there's a reason they don't allow you to put an under in those same game parlays, right? Like, so they, they want you on the, on the over and especially with the NBA, you see it so many times. There's so many reasons you might not play the full, um, you know, game log, whether it's foul trouble, uh, game flow injuries. Like there's so many reasons where you might not like most of the, the numbers they hang are based on what they expect you to do in a full game. Right? So if you're given all these other ways that you can get knocked out of the game or not get to those minutes, then the under just always has value. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I mean, isn't it funny when a guy gets knocked out due to injury, we need to refund the overs all of a sudden, but you never uh, need. To- <laughs> well, you know, what's funny about that is I side with the sports book, but then also like the sports book keep paying these guys out. So then I'm like, all right, I guess, you know, you know, we've turned into uh, a bunch of Karens. It feels like on sports gambling Twitter, we're like, I want to speak to a manager. <laughs> it's like, Hey guys, come on. There's rules. I, I, but then am I being the hater? Cause Hey, if, if they're giving you your money back, then I guess go and complain. I just, I, I don't know. I'm kind of old school where I grew up with a local guy and they didn't really have a customer service department that you could tweet at and yell at. So it was a different arrangement. And I will say this about this. If a sports book is offering you a refund, you take it every single time. You can yeah. even be like, I don't know if I necessarily deserve this refund, but you know what? If they're going to offer it for you, because in order to be able to make money on a minus 110 spread, you have to hit at least 52.4%. You take it every single time. Yeah. You do not apologize for it. If you're on, like, for instance, if you're on a college basketball game, guy hits a half quarter for you to be able to cash your bet. Are you going to be like, no, I'm going to give this money that I've made on this bet back because I got incredibly lucky on this last shot. I am going to be a man of discipline here. No, you take it every single time. You recognize yeah, that you have, got a little I bit lucky. Buzzer beater in my handicap. I'm going to give you back the money. It's like, no, you there's bad beats. There's good beats. Ideally it evens itself out. So, uh, you know, try not to get too upset or you know, try not to throw a party on the other way. Right? So you, you got to keep even killed there. Absolutely. Don't get too high and don't get too low. And on the flip side, we're going to be talking a lot more NBA as well. And just in terms of the NBA landscape, what have you been noticing the last few weeks? Because I feel like there's been a lot of surprises and I just continue to look at this. It feels like home teams have had just such a bigger edge this year than ever before. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been hard to handicap home court advantage in the NBA. Cause there was like uh, it, it seemed like it was eroding away and then you were dealing with the pandemic stuff and it seemed like it lost some value. And now to your point, it seems like it's, it's gaining and it's not factoring in uh, enough. Like I was on Oklahoma city plus nine and a half and you know, uh, today and uh, right. 150 after, points. Yeah. After the first quarter, I'm kicking myself for not being on the money line as well. I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild NBA season. Regular season's always pretty interesting. Uh, Lakers on the road have been an auto fade for me. That's been pretty fun and pretty profitable, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of things I've been picking up and, uh, yeah, it feels like we're, we're heating up, you know, post Christmas NBA is where things start getting interesting. And by the way, if you bet nothing but home teams in the NBA this season, they went 299, 149 and 15 against the spread. So if you've done nothing, but just lay the minus 110 with the home team in terms of the juice, obviously. You would be up right now 25 units doing nothing but betting home teams in the NBA right now. That is absolutely wild. And coming up next, we're going to be rejoined by Sean Green. He does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. 
and we're going to be taking a look at the association with them right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Winter sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and so much more as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be rejoined by Sean Green, who does great work at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And before we dive into the association, just want to give a little bit of an update here because as we were doing this live, we were unsure if we would have an undefeated team remaining in college basketball. The answer is no. No. New Mexico loses to Fresno State, who had been four and eight prior to this game (laughs) by count of 71 to 67. So. There's no undefeated teams remaining in the NBA. There haven't been for a long time. There's no undefeated teams remaining in college basketball. So the Indiana Hoosiers from like 40 years ago are able to pop some champagne. So congratulations to them. And congratulations to those that took the over on Donovan Spider-Mitchell and his player props on Monday because that went really, really well for you. And we've got a great slate of games that are coming up for Wednesday. And how about if we stick with the Cavaliers? Because you've got Donovan Spider-Mitchell coming off of 71 points, and well, I don't think he's going to be able to quite duplicate that, but with that said, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, we're finding them as four and a half points favorites in this spot against the Phoenix Suns. How do you take a look at a game like this? Because you have to wonder whether or not there's going to be a letdown for Donovan Mitchell, but at the same time, you have to wonder if that's going to be a little bit of a motivational booster because prior to the pair of games that the Cleveland Cavaliers had played against the Bulls, they were getting into a little bit of a rut, but this could be exactly what they need to dig out of it. Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, I'm always the guy who wants to fade uh, teams and players coming off of historic games, right? Like anytime you have an amazing game, an amazing spot, like it's just hard uh, to get up for that game again. So I, I'm going to take the Suns and the points. I mean, it, what did you say? It's at, it's at four and a half. Four and a half. Yep. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the Suns and the points. Um, to your point, though, it is. Home teams have been tough to fade, but I think it's just going to be so tough after you have a massive game like that to just get up for it again. So, yeah, I'm taking the Suns. And before we go any further, I do want to ask you this, because something that I noticed with this board is that there's a lot of games off the board. We've been noticing it with load management. There's been a lot of injuries. How many bets do you place overnight versus day of game slash in game? Because I think that it's just really hard to evaluate the NBA overnight. Part of the reason why I just don't do as much on the show, just because you never know who's going to be out. And it feels like a lot of these guys, they don't get ruled out the night before they get ruled out like the hour before a game. Yeah, no, I mean, NBA is crazy with that. I still crack up every time I see the, uh, the LA Clippers billboard near my house that says as Kawhi Leonard saying claw for every inch, don't give up any quarter. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy is like, you know, he's like working a part-time shift. The, oh, maybe I'll play today. Maybe I won't. I don't really feel like it. I'm going to, so it reminds me of like when I worked in college at Quiznos you <laughs> know, times I'd call out sick or oh, I got to leave early. I have a dentist appointment. Like he really kind of phones it in. It's ironic. They go for claw for every inch, but to your point, yeah, like there's, I feel like there's some teams and players are a little bit more reliable on that kind of stuff. Um, 
when it comes to like whether they'll play or not, but it is, you know, you're balancing trying to get out ahead of the line movement versus not getting screwed with someone being out. I mean, again, like I said, I was on the thunder uh, plus nine and a half. And then, you know, um, SGA got ruled out and they still ended up winning and destroying the number. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I try and look at stuff where there's going to be less question marks as far as tomorrow's slate. I, I really like uh, the Toronto Raptors at home mainly is just a fade of the bucks who I was on tonight, but they're, they're just one of those classic home road um, split teams that really are, are completely different. They're five, 10 and two against the spread away. 14 and six at home. They just came off a nice home win and now they're going on the road to Toronto. Um, so I feel like that's a tough spot for them. I think I'm seeing uh, like a two point spread there, but you know, kind of whatever it posts at, I'm, I'm going to be on Toronto. I don't blame you there. And a little bit of a sidebar here, man, do I miss Quiznos because they like all <laughs> shut down now. I used to be a big yeah. fan of Quiznos. So and it's very sad. It's a blast from the past because I used to work at TJ Maxx and where I would always get my lunch, but that was, there was a oh, quiz. Right so there. that was very nearby. So I was able to maximize my 45 minutes. So <laughs> rest in peace to Quiznos. And oh, definitely my, better than, I mean, in my power rankings, way above Subway, Quiznos all the way, but maybe I'm biased. Yep. Fortunately, we are not sponsored by Subway as of right now. Oh, and I'm a, I'm a Jersey Mike's guy personally. So. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. It's not Jersey Mike's definitely for, if we're bringing in Jersey Mike's, it's no contest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's the one seed of all these sub places in my opinion, as of right now. And right now, if the season were to end today, certainly the Boston Celtics would be up there in terms of the Eastern conference playoffs and both of these teams are looking to scratch and claw their way to the top. That would be the Philadelphia 76ers and the Indiana Pacers with Philadelphia. They're right around a seven and a half point favorite. And for the 76ers was a really, really bad start to the season. Around Christmas time, this team was really able to peak. Things seem to be going much better for them, especially at home. We were talking about home teams and how good they've been. 15 and five straight up are the 76ers at home. How do you gauge this team? Because it really feels like it's been a, tale of two seasons thus far for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely one of the people I've called for doc rivers firing. I don't know how many times, but, um, <laughs> at some point he, he really, you know, righted the ship. I mean, to your point, they're 15 and five straight up at home, but also 15, five ATS. And again, they, this t- team seems like one of those teams you want to play at home. You want to fade on the road. Uh, maybe if their road number gets adjusted, there'll be some value. But right now, you know, they got Tyrese Maxey back. That was huge. And then I, I think the biggest thing that's really working for the Sixers team is they've kind of figured out the dynamic that, hey, James Harden, you're going to be the distributor. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is how we're going to run the offense, not lean on him for scoring, lean on him for assists and, you know, moving the ball around and, and setting up people's shots. And he seems to really found a niche in that role. He seems to be in, I guess, pretty good shape by James Harden standards. So yeah, I'm taking Philly here, laying the seven and a half again. Like they just, they're a much better team at home. They're playing hard right now. They got Maxi back. So I think this is a good spot for him. Yep. I totally agree with you. And I know that one of your angles has been fading a few teams on the road and this team in particular. Now the really, the only place I'm seeing a line on this game is DraftKings, just because once again, we've got injury concerns whether or not there's going to be load management or not. But at current numbers, I am seeing the Miami Heat as a four-point favorite over the L.A. Lakers. 
going to be sticking with Operation Fade the LA Lakers because really, other than that one Herculean run that we saw from Anthony Davis, this team has been flat out awful this year. Yeah, no, you can't take them with no Anthony Davis. I, I, like you said, I've been fading them on the road, but they're not great at home either. Like Russell Westbrook is still way too much part of a, this offense, right? Like you can't have Russell Westbrook taking this many shots. Um, LeBron seems to pick and choose his spots where he wants to show up and kind of put the team on his back. He still has the ability to be a special player, um, but certainly just not every night and not consistently. He showed up on his birthday, had an amazing game. I don't know what their motivation is going to be here. Now, uh, the Heat have been weird. They've been one of the one of the few teams that have been bad at home. 513 and 1 ATS, but they're good on the road or at least better 99 and 1. They were also one of those teams that struggled early but have seemed to figure it out a little bit here. So uh yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm taking the Heat uh laying 4 there. And here's something that I think is just one of the oddest splits ever. Typically we expect big home and road splits, but I mean, this is even more demonstrative than like the Colorado Rockies when we saw them in baseball because they're always good at home and they're always terrible on the road. Right now, the Golden State Warriors are 17-2 at home and they're 3-15 and on the road and now they're at home against the Pistons as a seven-point favorite. I feel like these Warriors numbers, I'm actually seeing a few six-halves out there as well. They're being too shorted at home and then on the road every single time you just can't back them to save your life. I don't know what you've been making out of this, but it's the strangest split I've ever seen in my life, especially considering how veteran late in this team is. Yeah. You know, they're well coached. They have to your point, a bunch of veterans. Usually that's a good formula to take them on the road. Right. Um, but it just hasn't been the case Four and 15 ATS. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Usually a veteran team like this shows up on the road. Um, and I'm with you. Yeah. I, I think I like golden state here at home. I, I don't know what it is. If it's just the, the home crowd carries them. Uh, but certainly they seem to show out. And I guess, I mean, honestly, probably it could be as simple as like without Steph Curry there, their ability to create for the other guys on the road falls off. And they're just such a, such a team that relies on shooting, having your home court. You're like, you know, cause that's really when you win road games is that the bench guys uh, can put up points and, you know, increase their shooting percentage, but at home it's, it's a little bit easier. So I, yeah, you're crazy to fade golden state at home right now. Yeah, but absolutely. You're crazy to put them on the road. You're crazy to fade them at home. And you're crazy to not try to get great guests on this show. And Sean, you do an absolutely amazing job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I always do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. All right, thanks. Take it easy, Hoops. Absolutely. Sean Green, a tremendous handicapper and a man that used to work at Quiznos. So I could get behind both of those things and something else I could get behind, some college basketball action. We're going to be diving into it. Taking a look at some power conference games next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. on VSN, the sports betting network. Become a VSN Pro subscriber for only $79 and you get access to everything that we do now through the Big Dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of all the top plays made by VSN shows and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now and give VEASAN Pro access all the way through the end of March, and that is at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be able to get John Green on the show, does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Talked a little bit about the upcoming national title game along with the NBA with him, so trying to hit all the bases in this hour, hitting a little football, hitting a little basketball, and now we've got to go back to the college hardwood as we've got a good slate of games. Darn near 50 games on the board. Actually, a little bit more than 50 games on the board for this college basketball Wednesday. We've already looked at a few of the marquee ones, but how about if we dive into this ACC battle where I see a bit of value with the underdog. 675-676 on the board. We've got Miami on the road facing off against Georgia Tech. The rambling wreck of Georgia Tech, anywhere between a 6-7 and seven point underdog in your total on this game in between 146 and 146 half and with Georgia Tech I set them as more of a moderate underdog of four and a half points I've really been impressed with the way that Georgia Tech has been able to just really do the little things because for Georgia Tech it's not like they've got a demonstratively great three-point shooting percentage not like they've got ideal size or anything but they just have a lot of guys that know what the heck they're doing they're turning the ball over 11 times per game they've been 
solid on defense, significantly better at home than on the road. As a matter of fact, they're giving up right around 12.7 points fewer per one earned possessions when they are at home rather than on the road. And they go up against a Miami squad that they leave a little bit of something to be desired. They're right on par on defense, 120th in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And also giving up fewer points on a per possession basis on the road rather than at home as well. So I do think that that's something that's worth taking a look at now. It's going to be a little bit tough for Georgia to be able to match up with this backcourt because you do have Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack, coupled with also Jordan Miller. All these guys have been rock solid with Miller and Wong. They've been able to combine for just under 32 points per contest. Wong is shooting about 34.5% from three-point range. These two guys, they generate three seals per game as well. And for Nigel Pack, been a little bit of a downtrodden season for him. Not going to lie. We were expecting a bit more than right around 12 points, two and a half assists per game. He seems to be getting back online. Was dealing with a little bit of an injury towards the beginning part of the season. And then you've had no Chad Omir come in, be able to give the team 13 points, sign boards, a block, a steal per game. So he's been able to do a good job there. But Javon Franklin, I think, is the equalizer for Georgia Tech because really, other than Omir, you really don't have a ton of size down low for this Miami team. And you notice Javon Franklin, who has come in from South Alabama, he's been solid. Eight and a half points, six and a half boards. He's been able to give this team just under two blocks per game. He has been rock solid. And then Miles Kelly has been that go-to scorer for Georgia Tech. 14 points on 40% three-point shooting. He shoots 85% at the free throw line. Georgia Tech, they're shooting as a collective about 70% at the free throw line. Would like to see that be a little bit better, but they've been able to do a respectable job on the glass. They do give away a lot of second chances, but I don't think that Miami is necessarily going to be able to maximize those because other than Omir, you don't necessarily have ideal rebounding with this Miami squad. With Miami, they themselves are allowing opponents to get right around 11 offensive rebounds per game as well. And for Miami, they're outside the top 200 in terms of opponents' two-point shooting percentage. So I do think that that's going to be keeping Georgia Tech very lively in this game. Neither of these teams are super-duper slow. Neither of these teams are super-duper fast. Georgia Tech, 180th in the country in terms of possessions per game. Miami, more around 200. So I think that you get more of a moderate-tempo game. Set my total at a 140.5. So... You're at a 146, I'm going to be willing to dive under. Georgia Tech has been relatively impressed by the way that Josh Passer has coached these guys up. And Georgia Tech, one of your power conference teams over the last five years, legitimately won the better against the spread teams in all of college basketball. Made this line four and a half. Want to take the points with Georgia Tech. And I'm going to be taking a look at this total under as well. How about if we jump from the ACC to the SEC? As we've got 653, 654 on tap. Georgia, they're going to be playing us Auburn. Auburn is a six and a half to a seven point road favorite. And your total between 136 and 136 and a half. And it's another spot where I set the road favorite as a four and a half point favorite rather than more around six, six and a half, seven. So I'm going to be willing to take the points with Georgia. And Georgia's another one of those new look teams. And apparently we're running the Georgia special here because we just hit upon Georgia Tech. Now we go to the Bulldogs, but Mike White. Much maligned while he was with the Florida Gators, and I felt like it was a relatively bad fit. I don't think he's like the world's greatest coach, but at the same time, I think that he does an okay job, and he's been able to get his two guards firing all cylinders. Scary Terry Roberts and Gary Oquendo. These two guys combined an average 20 and a half points per game. Both of these guys shoot right around 32, 33% from three-point range. With Roberts, he's able to give you four and a half assists, 1.8 steals per game. Oquendo, he's able to chip in their four boards, and he's really been the better three-point shooter among the two, and then you've been able to have other ancillary pieces like Jabari Abdul-Rahim, Justin Hill, combined for about 13.5 points per game. It's a Georgia team that 
You do want to note that their main rebounder, K-Ron Lindsay, who is really stepping up as a freshman, he decided to enter into the transfer portal. So he is out of the fold. That is not necessarily too terrific for them, but Braylon Bridges is able to give you right around four and a half rebounds per game. Matthew Alexander Moncrief has been in and out of the fold when he's been in the fold. He's been able to give you more around four and a half or so rebounds per game, and he should be good to go for this one. He returned in the team's game against Ryder. Didn't do a lot in terms of scoring, but he's been able to do a good job of being able to hit the glass, and that's exactly what Georgia needs in this one because with Auburn, you've got a pair of guys that are combining for right around five blocks per game. That'd be Dylan Cardwell along with G&I Broom. Broom has been a double-figure scorer and is working on his range as well. He was able to pop and make a three when the team was facing off against USC just before Christmas, but with this Auburn team, the reason why I'm unable to lay the points they just leave a lot to be desired in the backcourt. They're actually averaging the most blocks per game of any team at all of college basketball. They do a nice job hitting the glass. They are in the bottom 50 in all of college basketball in terms of three-point shooting percentage. So they are shooting 29.7% from three. Now, they themselves do a good job cutting off the arc. Top 10 in college basketball in terms of opponents' three-point shooting percentage. And quite frankly, they don't necessarily let you pop a lot of threes as well. But that's not necessarily a strong suit of this bunch either so i don't think that there's too much loss there and then when it comes to the sovereign team getting back to them jalen williams he's been able to shoot about 41 percent from three ten and a half points per game he's been able to do a rock solid job there but really past that it's been a lackadaisical auburn team that they turn the ball over a little bit too much 14 turnovers per game i think that this is going to be a little bit of a yucky game but i do think that this is a game that has the possibility of going over because for one auburn is still a team that they play at a relatively fast pace. Auburn, in terms of your D1 teams, they're ranked right around about 140th in terms of possessions per game, so a little bit above average there. you got a George team that they're not really playing too slow, not really too fast, right around 200th with this regard as well. And if you do have a game that, whether it be my handicap of 4.5 or the current book number of 6.5, if you've got that sort of differential with a minute remaining, we know what that means. Trips to the free throw line and Bowles Auburn has been a top 40 team nationally in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis, but I do think that they're going to get their offense cooking a little bit, and I think that Georgia, they're going to be able to find a way to be able to bury a few threes as well. So a circumstance where set my line at four and a half, I'm going to be looking at the points with Georgia at 136 is a max I'm willing to take over, but I'm willing to take this total over. Now, how about if we had a pair of teams that may have won either five and nine or five and 10 against the spread? So we've had a little bit of a rough go of it, and I'm sure that one is going to get a little bit more public attention than the other. 655, 656 on the betting board. Georgetown is playing us to Villanova. Villanova in between a 9 and 9.5 and point favorite. And your total on this game, it is 143.5. Just so troubling. Taking a look at this Georgetown team because they've got talent. They've got Brandon Murray is able to shoot right around 40% from three, 15 plus points per game. Primo Spears is able to splash in there between 16 and 17 points per game. Kudis Wahab and a Cook a Cook. They've been able to average 15 rebounds per game. They just have a brain fart on defense as they rank right around 300th in terms of points a lot at a per possession basis. Villanova, though, has had a rough time on defense. They're 350th or so in terms of total possessions per game. So it doesn't look too bad on defense, but they have been relatively inefficient. They're outside the top 200 in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis. Now, the good news for them is getting back Cam Whitmore has helped them out a little bit on that front as opponents were shooting without him about 37 to 38 percent from three that's down closer to about 31 32 percent from distance with him in the full but you really a lot on someone in eric dixon who's been able to give the team 
right around 16 points. Chips in there, five rebounds per game. Caleb Daniels has been able to splash in there about 15 points per game. And Villanova, they shoot about 34% from three while not necessarily being the world's most efficient defense. So I'm going to be willing to take the points in this circumstance with Georgetown. I recognize Villanova is slow, but semi-total at 144 looking at the over. And the VEASAN pro tip is looking at the NBA. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all these. You're able to sort them by show and by sport. And you want to put a little bit more credence on these home teams. Mentioned it a little bit earlier. They're covering at a 54.6% clip in the association. If you've done nothing but bet home teams in the NBA this season for a unit better, you're up over 25 units. Coming up next, we're going to continue on taking a look at the college basketball slate and the Atlantic 10. Next here on the Greg Peterson Experience, I'm VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.